Hello again, and welcome back to the Fear and Beer podcast, where we talk all things horror, horror nights, and just a dash of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. All right, we are back, and if you listen every week or so, I used to actually say this is episode two, episode four, yeah, episode stop, five, whatever. Stop saying it. <laughs> However, tonight is episode twenty. Ooh, it's a milestone. It's a milestone. So I don't know. I just thought it was cool when I was doing my episodes. notes for the show. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Think about it. We've been doing this for twenty weeks now. Yeah. Almost half the year. It's a lot. I mean, we're almost back to Horror Nights next year. Yeah. I know. <laughs> if like, we do the same amount of seriously. episodes that we've started, and we're, we're almost we're wrapped up halfway to twenty twenty one, which is pretty cool because as we were just talking about on our way up kind of planning out what our next episodes are we got like a lot of stuff for like november and december yeah, we got already stuff planned for the next two months panned out the and holidays. then after that we're two months away from heart i mean yeah. hard news really yeah and we're and, and we're no schlubs we're gonna record during the holidays so if we have to like miss christmas we're doing it yeah i don't care about it you can, you can mail me my gifts yeah right care. as long I as may, i get my gifts I, I may have to like you know probably fight with the wife a little bit but, hey, it <laughs> yeah yeah Dad's out doing podcasts. He's recording podcasts. All right. Well, we said that we would be doing a top five list. Top ten, technically. Top five. Yeah, of. top ten. Top five. What we are doing this week, in honor of October, we are going to be ranking our top five Halloween franchise Woo! movies. I know. I know we've been waiting for this one. One's, well, there was one stipulation that Nick had was yes. we could not use Halloween 1. And it makes sense because we both know that our number ones would be. Halloween it would have been one. number. I think it was one and two on our top ten horror movies yeah, of all it time. Was my, it was my number. It was my second. And my I think two. it was one or two for me as well. So it just. Yeah. It was. I think it would create a better dialogue to obviously assume that number one would go to the seventy-eight Godfather yeah, of the, horror movies. The real number one. Our actual number one is yes. obviously the seventy-eight. Yeah. You know, John so Carpenter's masterpiece. That was the only stipulation. Obviously, there is a handful of more halloween movies more than just the five however we don't really need to kind of go in depth on the latter ones we'll probably hit on those a little bit as to why certain ones didn't make our list and you can probably guess which ones and why but we're going to give you just our straight up top five this includes that whole original yeah that any, includes the reboots that includes yeah, the rob zombies any any one of them yep any, so, it could be any five from any of the halloween movies within obviously canon i mean three could be included so yep we haven't we don't know each other's list so three yep. is included but yeah anything within those from one all the way through 2018 yep so that's what we got so before we get into our list why don't we get into our beers yeah, let's drink some beers we don't have anything special tonight we've got one that we have not shared uh we've got one that i have shared before in the past so i'm just going to enjoy that one but nick's going to have what's called deja moo from hidden springs it's a local place to us down in tampa Pretty local, about an hour away, but still. Yep. I mean, if you're ever in the uh, Central Florida area and want to take a ride, check out Hidden Springs. But yeah, Deja Moo is a stout. It's a milk stout, and I've had this one before. The nice, the cool thing about this one is it's got chipotle in it, uh, chipotle in it. so it's a little bit of a kick to it. Got a little bit of a kick, uh, not too spicy, but you definitely get the chipotle on the back end. So as you as you drink, it's a little tiny bit of a burn, but it's a milk stout with some cocoa nibs, uh, cocoa, uh, sorry, cocoa nibs. It gives you that chocolate backing, too. It's really good. Um, nothing too crazy about it. I mean, there's nothing really Halloween-related about it, but we picked Deja Vu because it seems like Deja Vu is always happening when we, when we record these episodes, and we end up talking about Halloween and Michael Myers. Well, and, especially with Halloween, whereas we've seen Halloween, quote-unquote, one, three times now. Or, you know, there's yeah. been... I mean, I've watched that movie a million times. <laughs> so it is a lot of the same, so I figured we have some other horror style beers kind of on the back burner but i grabbed this one a because i love stouts and i just kind of piqued my interest at the moment and b because just like every other slasher deja vu deja vu it's just it's always the same michael gonna be stabbing always the same he gonna be killing and i'm gonna be drinking ghost in the machine from parish brewing which we've had before so if i remember correctly it's an ipa of some kind it's an ale really really good stuff double double yeah double ipa so if you ever find this on your shelf pick it up and try it Let's crack these open. So 
So like we were saying, if you if you haven't had Deja Mu, it pours very, very heavy. It's got like, almost like a very like Guinnessy body, but then the head of it is very, very dark head. It almost it looks like a chocolate style it head. Is, yeah, it's a chocolate stout. Which I mean they call it a milk stout, but it's got chocolate. Yeah, it's got it's chocolate built all in, it, in so. there. But this this stuff is right up my alley. It's just the jalapenos that give that beer kind of a interesting, a funky little thing, funk to it. And again, I've mentioned it a thousand times. I'm a visual buyer. First time I got this can was just because it looked cool. It's it's, it's like got a big cow on it. It's got a big purple cow on it. It's got almost like tattoo flash sheet, but it's got like a shotgun, a jalapeno, a flaming bottle. And I think the first one I had was the Deja Mu, like with peanut butter, and it's like a very I don't want to say rare, but it's a, a, a special. It's not a seasonal, but it's just like a special brew that I do yeah, every now and then. A, they have a couple different versions of it. Yeah, so I haven't really seen that one and back actually, in a while. The, the brewery that I got you that beer mm. that did one based the on... The Never Nude? The Never Nude, which is based on... Arrested Development? Yeah, Arrested Development, if anybody, I've never seen, so don't, oh, don't fight me. If anybody is out there is looking for a really stupid comedy that just... It, it'll get you laughing. <laughs> I know that it's got... That that whole that whole can's based on what's his face there, um, uh, David. Uh, is what's his name? What is the guy's name? The actor's name. He's in David, scary movie. David Cross. David Cross. It's uh, Tobias Fuquet is his character, and he, I, never, he never takes his pants yeah, off. Yeah, right? we're going we're going off tangent, but never nude is in that world a special medical condition where they never get naked. So instead of being naked, he wears <laughs> short short jean cutoffs. So like even if he's a sh- showering or like anything. He has jean shorts on. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, just a sm- stupid little side tidbit. All right. Want to crack into these yeah, Halloweens? So I will tell you this up front again. <laughs> One spoiler warning. We may drop some spoilers if you haven't seen any of these movies, so please check them out. If not, stop the podcast. Wait, Watch all the Halloween movies yeah. and come back and listen to mm-hmm. us. Otherwise, you might get something spoiled. And two, this is our personal opinions. These are not... This is not a sub, an objective. What is the best Halloween movie ever made? We're not looking at it, just like our top ten list. Yeah. You know, we may have movie. I, I guarantee you, I'm gonna have at least one in here. You're all gonna be like, "Are you serious?" Because <laughs> I, I get it. It's like it's objectively not a good movie, but I love it. So keep that in mind. These are <laughs> totally our opinion and nothing else. Later in the week too, after we release this, I want to hear everybody else's yeah, kind of rankings of theirs. So tag us, post on ours, comment on our pages. Let us know what your top five yeah, are and what order. How wrong we are. Yeah, tell us how stupid we are. So um, we'll do this like we did the top ten. We'll just go five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one, one, all the way down. Okay. Um, do you want to just run through any honorable mentions you may have had? I've got a couple. I would do. Let's do those after. After? Yeah, just okay. so that way it doesn't give away what is on our okay, list. Okay, that's fine. That's cool. Because at that point they'll already right. know what made that's the fine. cut. Do All you, right. If you want me to start, because you, you'll let's you'll be, um, you'll, let's have you kick this one off. Yeah, because you'll reveal the number one if I start. So my number five, yeah, we're starting off the bat like ba bam. Okay, <laughs> um, it, it's Halloween Resurrection. Oh, I was gonna put that on my list. Okay, it's number five. So spoiler, it didn't make my list. However, I was going to put it on there. Based solely on the fact of rewatchability oh, it, and comedic value. It is exactly the reason why I love this movie. Uh, there were ones that I did not pick because not they're, not that they're bad movies and that yeah. I don't like them. It's the rewatchability. Resurrection is one of those movies in this canon that I can go back to regardless of knowing what's happened in the past and Correct. what's happened in the future. And yep. just watch it and enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I love this movie only because at the time... A, it was totally biting the Jason X popularity. It stole yeah. its name from Alien Resurrection, yeah. 1997. And Ryan Merriman's in it. The <laughs> Disney Channel kid. Freaking Luck of the Irish. Oh, God. That was um, where he made his move. And it, it, he's like the creepiest creep ever. Like, he meets this girl in a chat room. They mentioned Yahoo oh, chat room. God. I love this movie simply because it brings me back to like the early aughts. And how like at the time, everyone's like, oh, this is so weird. It's such a weird premise. An online web show? Like, what is this crap? Which is funny, Which though. Which is hilarious, because look at nowadays, what is a top media provider? Well, I was gonna, it is the web service. Web shows! But I was going to say, it, is, it missed the mark on... It, it just kind of... It didn't hold the value of, like... It overestimated how much oh, we thought we were going to do. For sure. Because it's like, we don't have streaming events. Maybe we will later on. I mean, with the pandemic, streaming events were a big thing. Yeah. However, people weren't tied 
to their like computer screens to see like no I need no, to see of course not but like but it was the way, it was the still way a fun thing nowadays yeah. the way other streaming services are these days it totally it was ahead of, it was really ahead of its time yeah. essentially and that's why people didn't like it because they're like this is crazy why would this ever happen well it does but think now. about it I mean it really kind of it was like really the first horror movie that took the Blair Witch found footage and twisted it and twisted enough. it to a point um like. Now, found footage is just a cliche, but but when it did it, it was kind of like, yeah, it's biting a lot of what came before it. Scream, Blair Witch, Jason X. But it still did a lot of its own things. And there's a lot of smart references in it, too. Yeah. Like... I'll give you. I'll give you one. When he kills the the dude with the camera, yep, that's a peeping tom reference. Okay, which yep. is which is if you if you know what this is, it's a mo- It's a it's a horror movie from like I think the sixties, about this peeping tom who kills women by using the third leg of its of his tripod, tripod. and it's very phallic and very misogynistic in in that way and it actually ruined the director's career because he really didn't do anything <laughs> after this. But that was totally a peeping tom reference, which again. As a kid in 2002, this was kind of like the first horror movie I saw in the theaters. Yeah. Um, that I was allowed to see in the theaters. My parents, like, at that point were like, whatever. Yeah, you're, at this point, you know, it's a lost cause. <laughs> you're um, going to like horror regardless. What was I going with that? It's just, at the time, it was hard to get a lot of those references. But now, going back and watching it mm-hmm. again and again. You can understand, you understand a little bit more. understand those references. Yeah. And that's that's just really cool. About that. I love this movie for that reason. I mean, all of the stuff, like the early IMAC, the... the, the the, the chat room discussion, like I said, the the early found footage type stuff. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was really, I thought it was cool. I and, thought it was cool. And plus, they did, they totally ripped off the scream, killed the top build actress. Well, and the whole scream, in the first ten minutes, and it was very scream like actor portrayed too, because because of scream at that point, it was very like was, kid actor teen style, which Halloween never really fit into that category of like bad teen group acting yeah. whereas this one was very like horny teen bad acting yeah. getting killed and i'll go through a couple of my notes i took notes on just like simple notes on like everything even if i wasn't going to use it so these were a couple of my talking points that i wanted to hit on halloween resurrection which again rewatchability so, factor so, so, I'm, so i'm glad i picked it then. and it was and it was very close to making my list but i just didn't want to get too many death threats so well, come at come at me come at me bro I, I no, love this movie it, yeah if you come after me I'm gonna send Buster Rhymes with his karate moves dude, after dude, you trick or treat motherfucker I love so this movie. I think one of my favorite I actually when Seamus walked in it was out it was playing because I was still I finishing understand. up I didn't say anything though one of the funniest things I've ever seen in such a long time was when Buster Rhymes dressed up as Michael Myers yeah. and was talking shit to Michael Myers. <laughs> But the mask wasn't moving. Like, there was no lips. Yeah. So he's just sitting there. He's, he's like, muffled. He's like, yeah, don't you hear me? Don't you hear me? I'm Michael. You're Michael. I'll let the door unlock. You get out. You get out. And then the lips just aren't moving at yeah. all. And it's, yeah. you can tell it's just all muffled. I love, I love this movie. I, I love, love when it. I love when the kids get into the house. And the one kid, he opens the kitchen drawer, immediately finds a knife that's like 12 inches long. Right. He's like, do you think this was the knife from the murders? Yeah. It's like... Yeah. And I'm glad one of the characters fired back was like, nah, that's in evidence. But like, it's <laughs> just like, but I mean, that's what's really, that, so again, that's staged. What's smart about that movie is that they did stage a lot. In the house, and you did, yeah, you did find out that it's props two, and whatnot. Yeah, they're props. So like, from Dangertainment. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I, I think it's, I think it's smarter than people gave it credit for back in 2002. I think, I would think that a lot of people have gone back and have found new appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, I've loved it since it came out. But that's because I was a kid when it came out. It was a really retro for me to like, yeah. look back on it now. But I still I love this movie, and I love it unironically. Like this isn't yeah. like an ironic type of thing. Like I'm not saying that this is five because it's rewatchable. It, like it's so rewatchable, and I don't care if I if I if I laugh at everything. It, it's still to me. It was you know them just trying. They were going balls to the walls with something brand new. It was a different idea, different story, kind of a crazy story. But hey, whatever. It's got eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which means eleven percent of critics like actually like the movie. <laughs> One of the biggest contradictory things that we're going to talk about, or I'm going to talk about, is like how movies change the endings of the previous movies, where sometimes yeah. it works, sometimes it doesn't. I hated how they. <laughs> I hated how they started this movie by undoing H2O's yeah, ending. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that too in the soon enough. Yeah. So like H2O, way, I don't, I don't affect H2O's status from the change because no, you have I to separate either. the movies. I don't either. But 
if this Halloween Resurrection just didn't include Laurie Strode at all, didn't include any of this, yeah. didn't, and, like, was just, like, well, uh, Michael's never killed, whatever, those don't matter, Yeah. then I think I would have a little bit more favoring for it. But when they, like, distinctly undo, like, oh, it was actually the the uh, EMT agent or, yeah, or whatever. I mean, unfortunately, that's just... Every movie's got bugaboos, but... but... I, mean, they, they, I mean, every movie in this series in some way has done that. So exactly. Like, and, and the thing about Halloween is that, much like Friday and Nightmare, is that they have to keep kind of doing that. Evolving. The, 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 the out, I'll give it, that Nightmare and Jason and Friday has is that their two main baddies are essentially, like, um, obviously undead. Like, obviously, yeah. um, like paranormal yeah in a sense so that like they can just come back willy-nilly and, and you can just make it work mm-hmm. whereas michael has never overtly been until labeled as yeah. Like, undead yeah um obviously he's superhuman because he can take a thousand bullets and never die yeah but i think it's they have to kind of come up with in unique ways to kind of bring him back mm-hmm. to the next movie but like you're right i don't i don't fault h2o for it i don't fault this movie for it no i, I, I can look past it yeah only because it's not the worst thing they've done. Yeah, in this and it was series, only so we'll talk about yeah, that. and it was only um, fifteen minutes or so. Yeah, and the thing is, what I liked about the beginning of that is that it hits you immediately. Like it just it doesn't waste yeah. its screen time. It's I mean, they put six minutes of just fast pace. Let's go. Yeah. and like I said, it pulls the scream thing where like you have Jamie Lee. She's on the cover. She's she's on the top on the posters, filling, everything, and then she's, and then she's dead. killed off immediately. Yeah. Which I think, granted, is kind of is obviously biting scream hardcore, but. It works for that for that for what was happening at that time yeah. with horror movies. I, I get that it's kind of just copying it, but yeah. it, it works. Yeah. One the one last point since we were talking about Laurie Strode is that's the worst hospital or psychiatric ward ever. So like they just don't check her bear right. that's Seriously. full of pills. They don't. She like they don't make sure she swallows it. Yeah, they don't do blood analysis yeah. or but like. Let's think about it. Let's, <laughs> let's consider the fact that every every every, every hospital in all of these movies are just the worst when it comes yeah. to like keeping people like this like why are you moving a mass murderer yeah just leave him where he is and lock him away yeah. and he can never let him out again all right so my number five yeah we're gonna take forever with this one. yeah this <laughs> one's gonna be, might be a little bit longer my my number five is halloween four return okay. of michael myers okay so for me it's on my list yeah so i'll let you talk about so it for me obviously we're not there. counting halloween one um halloween two we'll talk about in a little bit but it didn't have that Halloween feel because it was all in that one location of the mm-hmm. hospital. Halloween three was season of the witch, which was no Michael. And then Halloween four was kind of that return to like Halloween. It felt like an actual Halloween movie again, obviously with the very unsuccessful at the time, Halloween three, they decided to pull back and bring Michael in, but it was back to normal as Loomis was back in town and this was in 88. So this is when like, slashers were the big thing so they went hard like quintessential slasher movie which it was like it very fit fit that void yeah this to me this is the movie that made halloween a slasher series because Mm -hmm. i would consider one maybe two proto slashers where they didn't it's not about the kills in those movies it's about the suspense and building the suspense yeah whereas this one is obviously a straight up slasher yeah he's just getting getting going and then but, i mean it was pretty sweet i'll give you my points when we get yeah. to it but yeah, my favorite at the end was jamie killing the mom like that was oh, oh yeah and again like we just talked about with undoing undo the endings yeah. they undo it in five yeah. which is like my biggest bugaboo where it's like right. that was a very prominent Spoiler alert, five is yeah. not on my list yeah no me neither but and for that reason um but that was like a yeah that was a very prominent point of jamie killing her mother and then they immediately like oh wait she's not dead yeah she's just like in some ward somewhere halloween the the the, before they switch like the ip switched hands halloween they have a really good track record of trying new things and being different when it comes to like a lot of these movies and like going in different directions and be like ooh, this is going to be interesting where they go and then they just like you said they just kind of turn it around and be like oh no we were just kidding yeah because I think the fans, at least at the time, wanted something specific. And, you know, when Halloween's like, hey, we're going to give you something a little different. They're like, no! <laughs> so, yeah, I get it. But, yeah. So that, I guess we'll, we'll talk about four in a little bit again yeah, we'll some talk, more. We'll, but we'll, we'll, we'll th- those are, that was just kind of my quick hits because it just felt like a Halloween movie, which yeah. is great. Yeah. So number four on my list, I got H2O. Okay. So that movie. We'll also come back to this one. Yeah. <laughs> So for me, H2O, like 
Jamie Lee Curtis is back after the four, five, and six absence. Yep. So it kind of felt again, like I just said about four, is it? It felt like a Halloween movie again. Mm-hmm. It did feel very much like that Halloween Resurrectiony, like that teeny angsty, like you have that teen lead. Yeah. So Josh Hartnett's first movie, like yeah, first real, real, first real role. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We had a young jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt too in the beginning. At the very beginning with the mm-hmm. hockey sticks. Yep. yep. So, but for me, just this was a very. It ended so strongly. Mm-hmm. With Michael being yeah. beheaded, this was, this is actually the first time that they, more or less ignored four and five and six, yeah. and did a direct sequel to the first first two, two. This is two. This yeah, because it would go one two and then twenty eighteen was a was was a direct sequel to one. one so this is a sequel that confuses to, anybody yeah. like this consider like there's like three different universes at this I, point with how i found a very good diagram picture of like drawing yeah, lines to the sequels and we'll drop that when we drop this yeah. pod just so you can kind of understand it but yeah in this world it went halloween one halloween two h2o because it was nothing in between and that and it was 20 years later right so yeah. i don't know i just i really like the storyline i like the mm-hmm. setting this is the only or at least the first Halloween movie did not take place in Haddonfield. Correct. Other than... California. Uh, yeah, because it was in California. But it started in, like, Iowa, I think. Yes, yeah. And it was other than uh, 3, which not really canon, but funny enough, they went to California because that's where 3 is, so it's kind Correct. of like a right. callback yeah, there like as well. Yeah, it's kind of a callback a little bit. Plus, also, they filmed the first one, first two in California, mm-hmm. even though it was supposed to be in Haddonfield, so it's kind of like a callback that way. Too. Yeah, but that I didn't really have much, like super bad stuff to say about this movie the only like cons i so that's how i broke my list down i put pros and cons down because yeah, i'm a nerd no, cons yeah cons like i said this whole series is about <laughs> seemingly undoing the past movies yeah and i seem to like only agree when it fits my agenda whereas well, like i'm okay with them undoing subjective. yeah I'm, 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 I'm okay with them undoing four five and yeah, six as right. i think most fans would be yeah four not being terrible but five and six just being like dog shit they were cash in like smashed into my face because unfortunately with a lot of these movies is that eventually they're like we're just gonna we're just gonna roll stuff out there people are gonna pay money to see it because they yeah. like michael if we make him for a million bucks and, and it takes I mean, 10 million that's one in of my it's a win. reasons why i don't like five because five michael is your best character yeah and if your villain is your best character yeah there's a boring movie there was no protagonist like i love five. michael myers don't get me wrong but if you don't have characters or protagonists in it that i care about not to say i don't care about jamie we'll get to this yeah but it was just really hard to give a shit about her in this yeah, one, no. in five. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll come back to H two O. H two O, it's on my list. Bad nineties horror acting. One of the only downfalls really was like there was a lot of off screen kills, which I don't like. There was a lot of like dead bodies being found. Yeah, and they're like, I want to see that. Definitely get... some stylistic choices yeah. that were different for the series, but. Again, we'll get to that. Yeah, I was like, I want to see this kid get stabbed in the face. I have some opinions on that. But... All right, all right. So we're over to you for to your, my no- four, your right? number four. All right. So my number four, and this might surprise some people, is the Rob Zombie remake, mm. the first one. Okay. The second one's dog shit. Don't 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 quote me on that. But <laughs> you can quote me. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> but, but the, but I do I do really do hold a special place in my heart for Rob Zombie's first remake. I know that a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people think that it's drawn out and it's it's Rob Zombie just like masturbating all over the screen because he just <laughs> about wants to himself, be... yeah. Well, right. And it, it, this is obviously very much a Rob Zombie Halloween movie, like obviously. It's a very like, hillbilly yeah, Halloween. Sid Hayes in it, his wife's in it. I mean, a whole bunch of his friends are in it. I, I get that. And to be honest with you, it, this is going to sound weird, but it's the second half of this movie that is so strong for me that what is what pushed it into the top five for me yeah i i do think that he draws out the beginning a little too long like i understand that he kind of wanted to give more back background to why michael is the way michael yeah. is he wanted to get into um, that psychology and i don't look it. at it as i don't look at it as like a continuation of the originals i think it's his version of it and his view on it yep which i think is totally fine i thought it was great i like i said i loved house of a thousand corpses so i definitely feel like it was like House of a Thousand Michaels. I mean, that's really kind of yeah, what this yeah. was. Because it, it, it's a Rob Zombie film. So if you're not a Rob Zombie movie fan, you're not going to like this one. I can yeah. understand that. And I think a lot of Halloween fans probably aren't. And that's why they were kind of taken away, taken mm-hmm. out of it. It's definitely gory. It's supposed to be. It's it, Again, it's that's Rob Zombie. Style. It's his style. And like I said, the beginning, I mean, the, the, the first 45 minutes is kind of slow. But I think once you get to Laurie and Annie and the slut friend i forget her name now but when you get to that 
part of the story, I think it's it gets a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. I love Lori in this version. Don't, yeah. No shade at Jamie Lee Curtis. I yeah. love her performance in the first one. I think she's it, it, it launched her career and made Halloween what it is. But I love this take on Lori because she's not a buttoned up shy tightwad. Yeah. Like she's yeah. got some playfulness to her, and that's what I like about her. Yeah. Like in the beginning, people didn't like like with the D Wallace mom. Like the D Wallace is actually a cameo with her mother in this one, or stepmom. When she's doing like the ooh, you know, he touches yeah. me. I, yeah. I, I, I know people didn't like that, but I kind of did because to me, Rob Zombie understands or understood what kids, high schoolers actually are like. Mm-hmm. I hate the 80s and early 90s. Hey, here's a bunch of 30-year-olds playing 17-year-olds, <laughs> yeah. which is, is, it is yeah. what it is. That's the time that it was made in. But I like movies like this where it's like, hey, you know, it's a little bit more realistic, older than older than what they're portraying, but at least they're they're giving more of a realistic version, yeah, a, a view of what high schoolers actually are. So that's, yeah. I mean, that's what I would expect Lori to be like. Is Lori? Yeah. She's shuttered. She doesn't have a boyfriend. She's not like outwardly, you know, having sex all the time like her friends. Yeah, no. But she's still got that playfulness to her, and that's mm-hmm. what I loved about her character in, in this movie. Yeah, I mean, again, I I don't really have a ton to say about it other than other than that. I mean, I think that obviously, like, you can't. You can't match Donald Pleasance's screen presence. Yeah. But I think Michael McDowell, or Malcolm McDowell, excuse me, did an awesome job with Loomis. I think that, I think, I forget his name, but the dude playing Michael was a dominating presence in this movie. Yeah. He actually, like, for, was the first, for the first time, it felt like Michael was like, you cannot fuck with me type yeah. Michael. Like, uh, not, no, again, no shade to the older Michaels, but like, this Michael definitely felt like a wrestler. A 2000s. <laughs> early 2010s this is a bad guy that is going to like he's not just gonna murder you he's gonna annihilate you that's nah, andre the giant and, and like that's what you want from a slasher villain you mm-hmm. know so i don't know again i have a million i could go on for an hour about why i love this movie so much but yeah so for me i ended up leaving both of these rob zombie movies off my I list i kind of figured you yeah. would i'm surprised you didn't pick rob zombies the first one at yeah. all yeah but it doesn't surprise me as well that you didn't pick yeah it so I like Rob Zombie movies. The whole, like, hellbilly, trashy horror is, like, good. And I like some of those, but they don't really draw me in all the time. I know when he first took on this movie, John Carpenter was like, take your vision, make your Halloween. So, like, I get it. It was a good movie. I really liked the whole, like, psychology. I liked how he had all the different masks. And it kind of gave a reason for the mask besides him grabbing one from a gas station in right. one. Like, it actually gave right. meaning to it. So, I, I liked that. It the happens. things that I really just did not like was it took like forty five minutes to kill somebody. Well, they, yeah. It was it was fifty minutes of watching this like shitty family have this kid just kill fucking like squirrels and shit. Like it was just right. it was like for me like that wasn't Michael and I get it's Rob's take on it, but for me wanting I get like not just Michael Myers, but like not yeah. fully like I, that I guess. I mean, I, so it was a tough and it was close. I do like that movie. Halloween 2 is, like, I'd rather cut my eyes out and step on them. That was the one of two movies I've ever walked out of, and I've never watched it again. Yeah. I, I've watched it half so of... bad. I've watched half of that movie. I love Rob Zombie, but, man, that, yeah. that second one was not okay. I've watched half of that one movie, and I will never I watch it, it once. ever again. Like, I saw there was, like, horses and dream shit with the mom, and I was... I was out. Yeah. I was just... I, yeah, it was... It wasn't at that good. point, I, I just got up and left. I didn't care. It wasn't care. good. And I'm pretty sure that, like, they had planned him to have, a, like, a, a... Like, a... It was supposed to be... A third one a, after a, that, a trilogy, too. trilogy, but after that one bombed so hard, they yeah. were like, yeah, no, no we're good. I, I think originally it was supposed to... They, uh, they were going to make another sequel of two different guys, and then Rob Zombie finally signed back in, because he was unsure. Yeah. He was like, oh, well, like... It, it took a toll on him, obviously, kind of taking over a big, big uh, franchise like this. Yeah. So it was a long, grueling process to make the movie, and he was kind of iffy about it. And then after a year or so, he decided to sign back on, kick those. So maybe that had something to do with like maybe, the transition I mean, wasn't good. I don't or want to make turn this into a let's hate on Halloween two for a bunch. But yeah, I mean, I hated like I, like I just went on how I loved Laurie's character. They yeah. friggin' ruined her. In yeah, the second it was. One. They yeah. completely changed her, and I'm like, that's not what I want. Yeah, no, not I, at and all. I get it, again. That that sounds like the biggest first world fan problem, but like, just. Everything I loved about the first one, he completely ruined in the second one. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. All right. So, that was just my take on uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween, because it, it didn't make my list. I do like the movie, just not in my top five. Yeah. 
I'm with you there. So where are we now? We're, I on, did, my, we're on my third. You're on your three? All right. So my third is Halloween 2018, so the newest one that just came out. Okay. Um, I know some people are going to be like, that's really like so soon to, to put this one in the top five. But if you think about it, if you take the first movie out from 78 and you're left with everything else, <laughs> yeah. what is going to keep this movie out of the top five? Mm-hmm. I, I know there's a few, and actually the ones that I left off, there might be one or two that surprises people, but I loved this remake. Uh, remake, sorry, not a remake. This, this re- proto-sequel. Imagining, re- reimagining. Boot, re- um, I love this movie. I love this movie. I love Jamie Lee Curtis's. I love Laurie Strode in this movie. I think she's such a badass. A, a, she's a, awesome. A messed up. I love. Fucked up in the head. I've been dealing with this shit for 40 years. Badass. And I love the idea that they brought her back. They brought Nick Castle back to play Michael. They brought a bunch of different like cameos back into this movie. There's just something to be said about comedy writers writing yeah. horror movies. Danny I McBride. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Jordan it, Peele. But like, these dudes are like they must be so. I, mean, I guess like I mean they're I fans guess of it. I mean, funny must be yeah tapped enough to to, to get this good get into the psyche of people. Because there was another movie I watched completely unrelated to Halloween that Dave J Barishall wrote and it was pretty good. Oh, what was that? It was called like um, um, something violence or whatever. It's about mm, it's about like okay. our, our love of violence in this would, country, yeah. but it's pretty good. But either way, yeah, it, it just it blows me away how well they come up with these stories. And obviously, there's a wealth of of, of just material to work with when it mm-hmm. comes to the Halloween series. But they could have phoned this one in, and I don't think they did. I think they really did kind of call back to that build suspense through visuals, through music, through the characters, um, and make me care about what's happening on screen mm-hmm. rather than just say, here's six teenagers, they're all going to get slaughtered. Credits. Call it a day. Cash right. a check. And, that's, and that's, that's what I love about this movie yep. is that I think it really does kind of tie in that. And I love this movie too. And again, we're back in that whole like weird like web or venn diagram almost or whatever of which movie goes where and what timelines yeah, and blah, so this blah, one's blah. a direct sequel to the first movie so it goes halloween so the one only, then this and so then, for me the only confusing part about this is like when did they capture michael because obviously you have to just assume that they captured was, him eventually uh, yeah after that night i think they yeah. i think they i think there might have been a mention of they, like they, they, have, they saw him like right, bleeding right. stumbling and they grabbed him. it's been a while since i've sat down and actually watched yeah. 2018 again i gotta rent it and watch it because i don't actually own this one but yeah, that's the only thing that kind of took me out of it. The mm-hmm. other thing I was kind of like, "What the hell are you doing?" Is when they go in there with the fucking mask. The mask. And it's like, to, they're trying to you, like what, entice what are you it. Doing? Like, well, are you, are you they not... got what they wanted. No, I, I, I get it, but now I love this movie too. Um, is I... it on your top? Is it in your top five? It is in my top okay, five. So we'll get yep. there. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in a second, Ben. Yeah, but that's why like that's why it's three. So for me, my number three is number three, season oh, of the witch. Okay. Um, we don't have to go in. Yeah, like super depth because like, we just did a whole episode on it. Yeah, but I I love it. Tom Atkins is just such a good bad doctor. <laughs> it detective. Listen to the last couple yeah, weeks and you'll see about. Listen, listen to the killer reviews. But I love it. it. I mean, it's so over the top. You could watch this movie like a couple times a year. Well, again, this is just like Resurrection. It's one of those Halloween movies it's that's just completely devoid of everything else that mm-hmm. happened. It's so rewatchable. And you can just rewatch it. And it's like, one of those ones you have to watch every Halloween. It's like yep. a Christmas story. Yeah. Yep. You yep. really have to kind of just watch it during the holidays. It's just robot henchmen, melting masks, snakes, kill scenes. They kill children. Evil Irish town. There's a power of Stonehenge. Like, it's just, it is all over the yeah. place. And I and I love it. Yeah. Something I thought about between the Killer Reviews episode and now is that this totally is a horror movie for horror fans mm-hmm. in the sense that there are so many references in it towards other classic horror movies. And I think, like I said before in that episode, is that I think people have built a newfound appreciation for this movie. Yeah. People are definitely starting to find it later in the catalog. Now that, like, that older generation that saw this as a Halloween three, right. Halloween two sequel are out of the picture and they're right. done being disappointed by it. New people like us that we're not going to the movie theater to see Halloween three thinking it was a sequel to Halloween two and being pissed off that there was right. no Michael. There's, there's the benefit of hindsight. We knew right. what it was. So being what it is still considering it a Halloween movie. I love it. It's no, so it's rewatchable. It's not in my top five, surprisingly Ooh, enough. Okay. I think part of it's recency bias in the sense that we did just do an episode on it and I didn't want to talk about it again. Yeah. But I also, when I sat down and thought about it, when I'm talking about all 12 Halloween movies mm-hmm. or 11 Halloween movies or whatever it is, I just, 
I couldn't place it in the top five. I almost left it out just because it wasn't like a Michael, Michael movie. movie. I almost did, but then because we did the other stipulation of like Halloween one, I was like, ah, we'll just right. We don't want to overcomplicate right. things. So I'm gonna just include it. We'll call it a day. I'm gonna right. put it in there just because of how much I do rewatch. Right. I this mean, the movie. only reason Resurrections is in my top five right now is because Halloween one. Can't yeah, be. yeah. It, it would have been Rob Zombie Halloween 2018, so on, so, so on, yep. than Halloween yep. one. But so that was my third. So you're going on to your So team. now my number two, yep. which will probably reveal my later ones. Maybe. Again, I'm kind of sticking to the figure of what number I'm picking at. My second Halloween pick two? is Halloween 2. I think that most movies that pick up right after a sequel usually fall flat on their face. However, I don't think this one did. Well, keep in mind, Deborah Hill and John Carpenter wrote this movie. Yeah. They didn't direct it. No. Which is why this is also which is every top five every single so side fun fact that probably everybody will be like yeah no shit we do we know that but up until the newest halloween like 2018 when they put out kills and ends there's not been one continuous director on any movie every single movie has had a different director all the way through which kind of leads rob zombie rob zombie yeah up to zombie sorry about that but up until there it's like Every single one is a different director. Right. John Carpenter produces a lot of them, but other than that, he's more mm-hmm. more or less hands off. He's kind of a figurehead at this point. Yeah, he puts his name on it. It's yeah. his character. I mean, it's it's it. his character, his music, and that's it. That, 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 that someone just takes and remixes. And mm-hmm. there have been some movies where it's been good remixes, others that are bad. But so, Halloween Two is actually not in my top five. So it it was gonna get bumped a little bit lower because I've just been shuffling stuff around trying yeah. to figure out why I like it and why I don't. I like it so much because it does pick up right after the story, yeah. like I said. And it does, like, it, unlike Resurrection, where we talked, or, yeah, unlike Resurrection, like we talked about, where it completely undo, like, undid the previous one in the Correct. wrong way. This one didn't really necessarily undo anything. This one felt like it had a strong, it had to follow. strong beginning because it follows the first movie immediately. immediately. And then it has somewhat of a closure. Yeah. Like, they didn't have to go back. They weren't planning on going back. No, this was, like, the ending of the Michael storyline. Correct. And the one con, or the two cons, really, semi-cons, one's a full con. The full con that I have with this movie is that it just takes place in one setting. Correct. That's, like, the only, like, downfall, and I can look past it. Well, I mean, there's a lot of good movies, specifically horror movies, that take place in one location. Yep. This one seems a little bit more unrealistic, though, like taking place in a completely empty hospital on Halloween. Like, why is it empty? Where is everybody? There's a million reasons why this is not in my list. And And, and I'll I'll kind of go through some of it when you're done. But So that's like one of my question marks. However, I can look past that, seeing that it is my number two. It feels, because with John Carpenter's writing, it looks and feels so similar. I think it feels more similar to that original than any other movie in that Halloween franchise. So it kind of fills the void of, you know, the Michael Myers ness that I've always like been looking for in those future movies. The fake Michael <laughs> gets into the car accident. Oh, like the Tramer from the first movie. Yeah, gets like the slight bumper, like, and then the car just explodes. explodes. Yeah. Amazing, that is awesome. I, I swear that whole part. Again, this is one of the one of the many reasons, but that whole part was written just so they could just so they could be like, "Hey, Ben Tramer, you remember that <laughs> name from the first one?" Yeah. Then, Which I don't, again, I don't have any problems. Keep in mind that, like, I love all of these movies. Like, I yeah. love the series yeah. as a series. I just don't like this one for various mm-hmm. reasons more than, or I, I dislike this one more than others. Yeah. And people are like, how could you have Resurrection in your list and not Halloween too? Are you crazy? <laughs> and I have reasons why. But And then the last thing is, this is what brought us the whole Laurie Strode sister thing. Which, right. for better or for worse, that was kind of my half con. Where it was like, there's did also, we did all, we need it? Right, and there's also things about that because of this movie I don't like. And, I, and, I, and yeah, well, again, I'll let you finish. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but like I said, I want to go off. Did we need it? Not really. I mean, it, you don't really need to have the whole well, sister storyline. I mean, it's, it's a slasher movie from one two. You're just trying to I mean, add the least, twist, but it gave us the sister. I mean, at least they tried, or they've tried. I don't want to say tried. It's been really successful. It, it's it's been an ongoing. Like storyline style, story yeah. Story that has carried these movies. I mean, she's now she's his younger sister, and that's why he's always been coming back. Is mm-hmm. because he wants to get 
his younger sister and in many movies he has <laughs> yeah um or so he thought or so or, he thought, but, or she wasn't or she was dead or who knows but i mean but that's my halloween 2 take that's just i think because of my love for halloween 1 and yeah. not being able to have halloween 1 on the list yeah. i was like this one feels the most so let like me, halloween to me but go on so before we go on to my number two, two. um I know I have to kind of explain myself. Why is Halloween 2 not in your top five? What are you, crazy? You have Resurrection, but not Halloween 2. You have Rob Zombie movie, but not Halloween 2. I know that everyone's saying right now to themselves. <laughs> Halloween 2, I do not dislike the movie. It's not that I don't like it. I think that for what it was and for what it is, it's a good movie. It's It was a, hey, Halloween was a, was a smash hit. We need to push a sequel out. And what they did was, let's just write a movie that follows Lori from the time she leaves the house till she leaves the hospital. And that's fine, don't get me wrong, but to me it always just felt like it was like an afterthought. Like almost like when you get like a deluxe version of a record and you get an extra like 16, like an extra four songs so it takes a record from like 12 songs to 16 songs. Or yeah, like just, that. just because. And it feels like it's just so bloated at that point. I feel like this movie was that. It's just like everything that was left off the cutting room floor. And again, not that it's bad. Like, I think it's a well-shot movie. It's a well-made movie. But you can clearly tell that it's not John Carpenter. Yes. You you know that it's not John Carpenter. And again, that doesn't take a lot away from it. But I think if you're going to do that whole, let's follow the same story immediately following whatever happened in the first one, you kind of have to follow the same theme, I guess. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just me being pretentious. But I, that was part of it. Um but there were so many things in this movie that just completely take me out of it. The hospital staff are insane. <laughs> we're talking about Dr. Ad, uh, Adkins, Dr. whatever his name was, Dr. Chiddick, whatever his name was. Um, we thought he's bad. I mean, they yeah, come Tom around Ad- like, the Tom Atkins. Drinking. he's drunk. <laughs> Excuse me? The <laughs> ER doctor is drunk? It's Halloween, you know. <laughs> I mean, so, so here's the thing. She goes to the hospital. Lori has literally, yeah, she's been through a pretty traumatic experience. I'm not going to lie. Almost getting murdered is pretty traumatic. That's up there. She she gets cut in the arm, which apparently has stopped bleeding already. Yeah. They, 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 they treat her like she's like a trauma patient, which she probably is. You've got a, At this a, point, you've got yeah. a little boy that walks in, right? He's bleeding from the mouth. Like, and he's losing so much blood that I'm like, this kid's going to probably die if they don't get him into surgery like like now yeah and they make him sit well you gotta wait the doctor's busy <laughs> are you serious this kid wants to get, sta- get stabbed in the mouth <laughs> and you treat him like he's got like a like, like a paper cut yeah they got better stuff you know, to do even like the mother i'm like the mother is totally justified she's like she's like wait i have to wait my son is bleeding from <laughs> the mouth he's very much dying like, you look at the cloth he's got on there's so much blood in the cloth <laughs> Yeah, like, it'll be fine. This into, like, a, like, that just, that part just, just makes rub me some dirt so, on it. like... Rub some dirt on it, it'll be fine. It just makes me so, like, wait, what? <laughs> and then, like, you're right. I mean, it's very empty for a hospital. Like, it's unbelievably There's nobody empty. there. And, and I've worked, because my day job is I work with, I work with hospitals and doctor's offices and stuff like that. So I've been in small hospitals, but it's never that dead. Even at night, overnight. There's, like, three nurses two nurses yeah, there's not much going there's on like, there. there's like a head nurse two nurses and one er doctor for the whole hospital apparently and for whatever reason they have to make one of these nurses like basically she she monitors the the neonatal wing with all the babies and shit so like i don't know if they threw the babies in just to be like ooh, babies are in trouble because michael's in the hospital but they never really do anything with it they're just like the babies could get hurt they just mentioned and it i think they passing. literally just bring that up so that they can give the audience some reason to dislike the nurse who goes down and gets nude and gets in the tub with Buck or Bud, whatever the fuck his yeah. name was. Who, by the way, is the only good character in this, in this movie. The only good character in this movie. Like, I like Lori, <laughs> but Lori, she, she's wasn't like Jamie as present. She wasn't she as present. In a, she sits in a bed for most of the movie. Yeah. And she doesn't do anything until everyone else is dead. So, like, I, I, Bud is literally the only character I, I connect with because he's an asshole. And yeah. I love it. I love he's just like... Grace sit on my face and like the, like the goody two shoes boy that he works with, college boy. Yeah, and he gets all angry and I'm like, dude, like I'm like, bud, I'm like, grow the fuck up, like really, <laughs> like I'm just trying to get through my day and you all you people are freaking the fuck out, like this is silly mm-hmm. and I don't know, I just 
there's so much about there's this a movie. lot there's so much about the movie that again i don't hate the movie because of it it just takes me out of it say, there's a lot you have to look past you really do have to get past some of it like the kid in the michael myers costume how did he get a michael myers costume literally 20 minutes after michael myers was shot out well, of the window so i get that the mask was, was obviously a, yeah. a mask in that universe i understand so he could have just snagged so that it's, it's, it's just hilariously coincidental yeah that he had that the same thing is dressed exactly like michael yep. myers conveniently enough for the police at the same time to hit him and then blow up <laughs> just so they can be like oh you killed michael yeah oh, we better know sure it's not michael it yeah. might not be michael well just like halloween 3 there was only three masks on sale sure fine <laughs> maybe it was the maybe that was the hot fine, ticket item fine, yes but i still to me that's so like that's half the reason why I hated five because five has so many things in it where it's like, oh, that's super convenient for the story. <laughs> like Deus Ex Murderer, like, like it's it's unbelievable. And then like Lori's stepmom in the vision where she's like, I'm not your mother. Wow, thanks, mom. <laughs> like, <laughs> thanks. Sick. <laughs> thanks sick. a lot. Sick. <laughs> There's a million things I don't like about it, and, and and again, I also don't like the fact that for the for the TV cut, I don't mean to be yelling. I'm sorry, I'm yelling into your ears. Once you hear the podcast, it's like he's gonna have to cut my he's gonna have to cut my volume down a little bit. I'll have, but, to, I'll have to mellow that one but, a little bit. Um, the other thing is like they they did a TV cut right before they released I think four, I forget what it was, but they were they released a TV cut where they added scenes that add more to the story of Lori being his brother mm-hmm. or sister yeah. or whatever. And I feel like that's to me that's like if that's the route you were going. Could have done that from the get go. Rather than like wait till you release a TV cut like two years later for me to give a shit. Yeah. And like again, I'm looking at it with the benefit of hindsight because obviously I wasn't alive when this movie released the first time. But I don't know. I just again, I don't hate the movie. I just I don't like it enough because of a lot of those reasons to put it in my top five. And I just wasted another 17 minutes on that stuff. (laughs) So I'm sorry, everybody. Who was who was up? Was it me or you? Uh, I think you are on on your two. All right. So my number two, it's Halloween H2O. So, okay. I love this movie. Um, Part of it is retro for me because Halloween H2O was the H2O was the first Halloween movie I ever saw. It was one of the movies they actually had on VHS up at the, at the little country store at the campground we used to camp at like seasonally yeah, yeah. you can run you can run videotapes and i went up there and i saw that one i recognized michael but i was still a youngin and didn't really understand what halloween was all about so i rented that movie and you know as a 10 year old in 1998 that was a pretty eye-opening experience for me uh, i'm first of all surprised my parents even let me watch it second of all <laughs> they probably didn't even know i watched it either way i that movie, like a lot, of what you a lot of what you were saying is that when I go back and I watch it now, again with hindsight and having yeah. been a fan for twenty years now, this movie definitely kind of for me is like the culmination of of the Jamie of, of the Laurie Strode character. I think this is the route they should have gone with in the beginning when they did four to continue that, rather yeah. than going into the Jamie the weird stuff. Hole, and we'll get yeah. into I think that kind of, in a little you, bit. Yeah. Kind of piece together what my number one is, but I think the idea to say screw what happened four five and six and maybe like box office numbers something to do with that but to say let's just push that into its own multiverse into its own marvel multiverse and we're <laughs> gonna do a movie that kind of takes us back to the first two and laurie's character and where she's been all these years um what's happened to her well how is she handling the fact that her brother almost killed her and yeah i love this movie i mean don't get me wrong there are things there are faults with this movie i think the music is pretty rough uh, I think the theming they they could have done better with the theme. Michael's mask is weird in this movie too. His the mask was really shitty in and like I, I twenty heard, and Resurrection, yeah, like and I, super shitty. And I heard the story. I heard a story that like the mask changes a couple times in H two O. Like the expression changes. Oh, it might. I haven't noticed um, that, but but otherwise, as much as I like the, like the Rob Zombie My, Michael, mm-hmm. I do like the Michael in this movie. I think the Michael in this movie definitely feels like a force. Yeah, he he's very like intimidating. He's a bad guy in this movie. Yeah. Um. At that point, we have the whole, like, evil, like, he's not just, like, yeah, a person. He's yeah. he's the, evil and embodied. The nice thing about this one, too, is you can kind of, like, you can kind of ignore a lot of the Sam Hain, like, oh, he's, like, an evil cult member mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, he's like, he, that's why he's so bad. He's evil incarnate. Because I definitely think they, they took a lot of that out. And he's just a dude who is a really tough motherfucker. And yeah. he's not going to stop till his entire family is dead. And it makes him that much scarier. Like, this is, like, a movie that I've seen a bunch of times. 
and I go back and I watch every single time. And when you get to the end of it, when it's him and Laurie one on one, you're still there. You're still you get that tense. You still there's still that tension. There's a suspense. Like this is like this is actually a life or death situation, yeah. and you really you really feel that with the music, with the way he the way he his imposing presence is, how smart she is with mm-hmm. a lot of it. Um, and that first time too, when they see each other face to face through that like little like kitchen door, like in and out, where it's the exactly. circle, it was awesome. Shot. Like awesome that was just. Shot. That was really what made this not made this movie so like no, I mean, good for me, but it was just that's one one example yeah. as to what they learned from the it past. Helps, it helps that they had some really good cinematography. The acting in this is very strong compared to a lot of Halloween mm-hmm. movies, so it's a really strong acting. Um, Josh Hartnett's obviously a stud. LL Cool J at his at his best, <laughs> that's pretty funny at though his, at his peak LL. Um, Laurie's obviously a stud, and even the supporting characters are pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love this movie. I mean, H two O for me is. It, right, really, it goes one my next movie and then H two O for me, and I and I can watch these three movies all different times and still get a lot out of it. And yeah, I mean that's basically it. The cool thing about this movie that people may not know is that the older lady in this is actually Jamie's mom, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. Oh, uh, okay. It's 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 uh, Janet Lee. Okay. From Psycho, and the right. funny thing is, is that the car she drives is the, the same, same one from Psycho. Same car from Psycho. Fun and little hidden the, facts. She also uses the everyone entitled to one good scare line mm. too, which is a nice little tieback. I like callback. when they do like little callbacks yeah, like that. It's always fun. Of, but yeah, I love this movie. All right, so what we got? Drum roll so for your number, number one. one. Which if you haven't figured it out already, then um, shame on you. But it's Halloween Four. Okay, that's um, high. That's high on yeah, the list. It's, I love this movie. I really do. Yep. And there's a million. There's a million reasons why. Um, there's also a million reasons why I like this one more than I like Five. But <laughs> I love Jamie. It's a, a good, character. it's a good, I wish they just continued with that story and not exactly. ruining it, so the but it was a I great story. the thing I love about story. this movie is that it was really meta for the time. Mm-hmm. I love Daniel Harris. I think she's a sweetheart in this movie. I think she's an unbelievably good character. She definitely does have some of that, oh, she's just a female Michael to a point, but I do think she's a strong character. I love her older sister. I love the supporting characters for the most part. The new sheriff is really cool. Uh, and then obviously Donald, Donald Pleasance is Donald Pleasance. I mean, he just <laughs> oatmeal, dominates oatmeal these face. movies. Right, he just dominates these movies. But for me, this movie, it's the story. I just love where the story goes. Mm-hmm. And like you said before, I wish they had gone with where I think they were looking at going. Instead of just... Which was... So Michael isn't so much just like a superhuman, but it's, he truly is just the embodiment of evil. Yeah. In the sense that at the end of this movie, the evil of whatever it is has transferred itself to Jamie and that Jamie was going to be and that's why he's kind of the next Michael yeah. or at least have to deal with that in the next or the movie. good version of it and he, that's why he's becoming weaker because his powers are being exactly. shared and, exactly. and, and whatnot. Yeah, and I love this movie because of that I think that's a very strong idea I am kind of bummed they didn't really give the friend from the beginning much much screen time yeah I forget her name that's because she's like barely in it she's in the car she's driving it was something to, with a k it was when she asked she was, him she was driving her to the store or whatever yeah. and he was, she's basically there to kind of push her to talk to Bray, bro whatever the hell the kid's name is yeah but yeah i mean there's definitely weak points to this movie but i just think that for a michael movie this is really the first time that it became a slasher yeah this, this is, is this, is this was slasher came, this is all about the slasher part of it but i think there was enough to care about the regularly other characters mm-hmm. that it wasn't just a hey let's just kill six teenagers and be done with it yeah so my number one will be the 2018 remake really so the the sequel sequel remake okay. reboot okay yeah i was worried about it being too high in my list i didn't want to at first i was like maybe it's a recency bias maybe i like it so much because it's new and like halloween kills comes out next year and how we ends and comes out the year after and stuff like that but then i just decided that i don't care about recency bias, no, because I mean, you shouldn't because like this is it's a good movie, a better movie than most. I mean, it's 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 like for I, me, it's I, my I favorite. It's, it's better than most of them. The for me. story fits perfect. I love the violence of it. Like we just we have it playing in the background. And the scene where Michael comes up behind this lady and just shoves the knife through her throat. So yeah, it's definitely hyper violent, but that's because. It's more of the time period that it was made in. Yep, it's the newer one. It, you can get away with more nowadays, but you also have better effects. Especially because it's such a success, ugh, such a successful franchise that yeah. they're willing to let you do that. Right. Versus like if it was just some random slap, right. like crazy horror. Right. But I mean, it is made now versus the seventies and eighties, so the acting is much better. Mm-hmm. The story just fits perfect, 
it's good that it has like they took age into consideration. If there was no right. Laurie Strode, or if they tried to recast a Laurie Strode as like younger and pick up from you know in the seventies, it wouldn't be as good. I think picking well, up with Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis is the so, perfect fit. This being a sequel trilogy to the first one mm-hmm. is a lot was a much smarter idea than trying to do a remake. Mm-hmm. For sure, you're right. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, they look what happened to Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare. Exactly. They tried to and they just failed. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw, I just saw, is coming out with a. Of course, there something else where they. I don't know why they haven't been I'm successful sure yet. It, but... but yeah, I mean, I'll see it, but it won't be good. But this movie, just all around, is just a great, great movie. And yeah, I get, I get that it was made now and and yada yada. But they they could have fumbled it. Friday Thirteenth fumbled it. Nightmare on Elm Street fumbled it. They had all the the doodads and the gidgets, and they had everything at their disposal that they have now in twenty eighteen. The funny thing is, is like this. I mean, we can talk about this on a different podcast. But the thing about those two remakes. There are a lot of things about those movies that I actually enjoyed. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Overall, overall, it just fell flat. Were, they were they were a flat movie because yeah. the things that I thought they were going certain ways with it, and they, they didn't. didn't they do tried it. to play it very safe, whereas I think exactly. with this movie, they're like, we're going all out. I think they. I mean, to be honest with you, they again, this is going off on some completely separate. But with like the Nightmare remake, they totally botched what they had with Jackie or Jackie Earl Haley. He's an amazing he's actor. He's an unbelievable actor when it comes to those weird, creepy characters. And I thought he was an awesome Freddy. I loved his Freddy. The sp- but the, the movie was bad. Yeah. <laughs> but back to the, the Halloween remake or reboot, whatever we want to call it. Reboot's I, a better better, better. Movie. Yeah, reimagining. Uh, yeah, reimagining. But I I love it. I love the comic relief in it. The little the little kid that the girl babysits is amazing where he's just clipping his toenails. Yeah. Like, used to be my favorite. But it's just all around a great movie. The characters you still have like that like goofy, dumb side characters that were very much that seventies, eighties feel. So even though it's current, the characters and the character development feels reminiscent well, to I that seventies, eighties, which is, I love it. That's where the comedy director kind of helps. Is that the comedy feels natural? Yeah, it feels like it's it's actually, not nothing's it's, forced. It's good comedy. Yeah, it's well written comedy. Whereas. The earlier movies, they're funny because they're campy. Mm-hmm. Less, less. You're so, laughing at it, not with it. Exactly, you're laughing at what's happening rather than laughing at the situation mm-hmm. the characters are in. So, you're right. It, it definitely does have that benefit. Yeah. So that's but yeah, it's great. That's I, mine. I'm with you. I, I, to, I, to be honest with you, I, I went back and forth with putting this one at one. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if I wanted to be. I wanted to be certain because I went back and watched like everything. Yeah. And I wanted to be certain that it wasn't that I wasn't just doing it because it was new. Yeah. But yeah, it still had to be on the list. Like it's still top three for me. Yeah. In all of the movies. So let's run through our top five. So my top five, I got Halloween four at number five. At number four, I have H two O. At three, I got Halloween three, Season of the Witch. At two, I have Halloween two. And then my number one is the most recent Halloween. Yep. And I have Resurrection at 5, Rob Zombie's Halloween at 4, 2018 Halloween at 3, H2O at 2, and 4 at number 1. And I do have an honorable mention for, like I said, Halloween 2 and an honorable mention for Halloween 3. Because I do like those movies, I just not enough in it to make me put it in my top 5. Yeah, my two honorable mentions would have been the Rob Zombie remake. Because although there was a lot that I disliked about it. I think I still liked it a lot more than the other ones that it would have. I mean, by default, it would have been up there. Right. I'm not putting five above it. I'm not putting six above it. Right. Um, I'm definitely not putting Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 above it. Right. And then the other one being left with Halloween Resurrection would be my other honorable mention based exactly. off the watchability factor on that. Exactly. Yep. So we stretch this out pretty long. I know it's we were going to kind of talk about some of the other bad ones, but I think at this point we've kind of already made our peace. Yeah. I, mean, I don't I, think there's much to mention other than that I mean, five and six are just fucking terrible. Five is, funny enough for me, five is probably the my least favorite of all of them. Yeah. It goes like five, six. Yeah, the Cult of Thorn storyline is the most the stupidest it's, thing in the world. stupid. And I'll admit, if you have the box set they released a few years ago, it does come with the producer's cut of six. Mm-hmm. Which does improve it a little bit, but not enough for me to be like, yeah. oh, this is a great movie now. It's, it's, it's like, still a terrible movie. Yeah, they put some Lowry seasoning on dog shit. It, it tastes okay, it, but it's still it, dog exactly. shit. Exactly. And like, it is one of Paul Rudd's first movies, yeah. but yeah, the only thing, not enough to save it. Yeah, the only things I had for notes on these was Halloween 5 is the only Halloween DVD I don't have. And I honestly didn't notice, and I probably am not going to fix that. 
yeah, it's gonna stay I mean, vacant again, out of my collection. I only own these because I own the box set. I would, I would, yeah. Halloween fans. If, so I, need to have if I bought a set, I would. But these were all purchased. Oh, completionist. Like so. these were purchased individually. I might do like a Blu-ray set at some point because these are all you can old still DVDs. Find the one I have so. But the thing with five is there was no protagonist. We talked about that a little yeah, bit earlier. It was, it it was, was just no main I mean, person. The, the main, the lead is mute for, through half. Of yeah. Time. So piece of shit. Michael buys cigarettes for somebody in that movie. That was the most prominent thing. He picked up some girl. Or um, while he was driving, and then she's like, "Can you stop for cigarettes?" And yeah, then he does. It's, it's the it's yeah. It's, I, I don't it's know. So I mean, I'll, I'll the only thing I will give five before we shut off is that the kills were inventive. I'll, I'll give them for like yeah. it was a different way to see it. It was shot well. It was, was shot it. well. I'm that was sure, it. But that's about it. Like everything else, the story, the characters, I, I just mm-hmm. didn't care about it. No, I didn't. No. All right, guys. Well, those are our top five Halloween franchise movies. In if order. you haven't seen them, please go watch them. Yeah, check them out. I mean, Even I'm sure. Ones. Yeah, I'm sure most of you have seen them. Maybe there's a couple that you're missing here and there. Don't let our thoughts on five, six, yeah, don't, derail you. Yeah, yeah. Please watch them if you haven't watched them. They are uh, terrible, terrible movies. However, they're fun <laughs> movies. They're, they're fun to watch. Just, just go into it knowing that you're probably going to be a little pissed off. However, to be a completionist, to see the actual whole series and understand everything where it went. Understand it's why it like makes us so angry. Something. Yeah, it's like just to understand it's like why we hate it. Ironically, just because you have to and it's yeah. funny to watch. But well, that about wraps it up. Me and Seamus gotta go hit a movie. We are going to see yeah. the thing. Another John Carpenter. Another film. John Carpenter. Second We're best it, John Carpenter film of all keeping time. Keeping it rolling over at the NZN Theater, which seems like we've been plugging a lot. I definitely plug please, them on Instagram. Please check him out if you're in Florida. But um, in Florida. especially during October, and especially with horror nights not happening, this can fill the void of a couple different little spooky things. So yep. Definitely check them out. We'll be there. If we are there on another night, we'll let you know. We're going to post on the Instagram. If you want to meet us up there, I will bring some fear and beer pins oh, for you all. I have not grabbed the last time I was here. So, all right. That about wraps that it up. That wraps it all up. This is Nick. This is Seamus. Happy haunts. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.